take two action ladies and gentlemen bulls and johns welcome to this pod needs a name i'm your host dash and hayes and this is episode six uh we i figured a name out as the episode goes on or when i'm done and i'm going back and listening to it like oh that sounds pretty good so i don't know what the name of the episode is ain't that how every podcast is i don't know so I actually got a show recommend. Well, first and foremost, Happy New Year to everybody that's listening. All 12 of y'all. I appreciate it, man. I don't know where you guys are from. Actually, I do know. I'm just not trying to give up the tape. <laughs> I'm watching all of y'all. But, uh, yeah, Happy New Year, man. I hope y'all have fun. I hope everybody at least going back to work and start getting some bread again, bro. That first check after the holidays be drawling, son. Like, what the fuck? Like, do you ask them to hold it and then just wait another two weeks? Like, yeah, you, you got it like that? Or do you just take your little your little week and a half worth of... Not even a week and a half, bro. What the fuck? Well, either way, bro. Either way. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Them shits is over. I forgot to say that shit last week, but... Obviously, I was too excited. <laughs> Yeah, so I actually got a show recommendation, yo. Somebody sent me in a recommendation for a show on Netflix. It's called My Name. It's a Korean drama, I believe. Uh, don't get me to lying and don't get me to sounding racist. Because uh, just how people think all black folk look the same. No, <laughs> no, that was fucked up. I just don't know what it would I got the hold on, hold on. Hold on. All right, yeah, so I watched this show recently because of this recommendation. Let me not let me not forget that. Like, I mean, let me put that shit in there, bro. I got this recommendation called My Name. It's a show on Netflix. It's a Korean drama. Uh, the, late, the main character, her name is Jiwoo. The names on this joint was crazy. They was kind of pronouncing them like way different than like how it was spelt or <laughs> maybe i don't, just don't know how to fucking read korean <laughs> or like pronounce that shit but um so long story short shorty's in like school i don't know if it's high school or college or some shit but like everybody's bullying her and come to find out her dad was like a mob boss which is not not the boss but like i'm saying he was the he was the mob boss right hand man I was like, why is you bullying Shorty anyway? Like, you know what I'm saying? A dad could get you killed. Uh, but she was basically just an outcast. Like, no, didn't belong to nobody and shit like that. So, first episode starts off, and her dad is calling her. He's like, yeah, I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, fuck out of here. You're dead to me. And we, we don't know why yet. So, um, he he's driving around with this young boy. Young boy's driving him around. He drops him off at the crib. He's like, yeah, bro, go get you something to eat, bro. I'll be back. So he goes back to the house where his daughter's at. And he's about to, like, I guess, co literally come back into her life. He's been on, he, we come to find out he's been on the run for, like, three months. Got himself into some shit. So he's coming in the crib. She hear the keys. And as soon as he put the key in the door, somebody's walking up behind him, all black, masked up. And he pulls the gun out, like, super dramatic and just points at him. He's like, no, anybody but my girl, not my daughter. And then the bull pops him. 
and the daughter's trying to come outside. She's like, Dad, like, open the door. What's going on? She hear the gunshots, and the dad's holding the door so, like, she can't get out. And bull shoots him in the head, kills him, walks off, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I probably shouldn't be saying blah, blah, blah <laughs> if I'm trying to give a fucking movie review. <laughs> well, show review. A review. And it wasn't even no blah, blah, blah. That was it. Boy just popped him and walked off. Nigga fell to the door. His daughter come outside. He died in her arms. And that's the introduction to our main character, Jay Wu. Uh, I forget her fucking first name, but they usually just say the last names in these drawings anyway. So, Jay Wu. I forget her dad name, yo. The names of these characters. Like, <laughs> I forgot everybody's name. <laughs> Yo, let me go look up these niggas' names real fast. <laughs> Yo, it fucked me up because, like, all right, so, so I'm all right. I'm gonna get there, right? So, so Shorty's like trying to find out what happened to her dad. She like this nigga pops back up for ten seconds and dies in my arms after I told him he was dead to me. It's like this kind of threw my world in a fucking tizzy. So. She goes to the police station. She's like, where's the man that murdered my father? She got like a picture from some CCT footage and like just sees this guy like no, no, nothing to go off of. So the police is like, what are you, what are you going to do, bro? We can't find him. We can't, if we can't find him, you can't find him. Fuck out of here, bro. We let us do our job. And she's like trying to find more information. So she's running around like asking people like, yo, did you know my dad? Have you seen this guy? And she runs into like, the mob boss basically unbeknownst to her and he's like yo like uh what are you what are you doing she was like some man killed my father and i want to know what happened and he was like uh what are you going to do when you find him she was like i'm gonna kill him <laughs> and basically main man started snapping and smacked the shit out it was like you you never killed nobody before like i could see it in your face you're not ready <laughs> so he like he sits her down and was like, yeah, yo, surprisingly, like you know I'm saying, your dad was actually my right hand man. Like, we we basically like we I knew you existed, but he kept you out of this shit clearly for a reason. So she was like, well, what are you gonna do about it? And he was like, I'm trying to find some information out too. And um, she was like, well, let me help you. And he was like, that's when he was like, yeah, what you gonna do? And then smacked the shit out of it, basically. That scene was pretty funny because it came out of nowhere. Like, you thought he was going to help her and he smacked the shit <laughs> It was like, what the fuck about office until you kill somebody and you ready to kill the nigga that killed your dad? <laughs> so, so, mind you, right? The, the, the bull of, I said the bull, the leader of this gang, it's not even a gang, it's an organization and it's called The Organization. <laughs> so his name is Che Mujin. They spelled it C H O I. Now, I could just not, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't no accents over this John. Can you put an accent on Netflix? I don't know. But I thought that shit said Choi. Like, like multiple choice. Choi Mujin. What if that's what it translates to? What if his name is just multiple choice in English? Uh, he's like, yeah, yo. We found some information that we found this gun at the crime scene. The cops didn't find it. We found it. And there was a standard police issue gun. And it was just basically like a little revolver. Um, I don't know too much about guns. I just, yeah, I don't know too much about guns. But it was a fucking revolver. You could tell that. But it wasn't like the one that Rick had on uh, The Walking Dead. Was that a revolver? I don't know. I should go look that up, too. I got my phone right here. But either way, 
it was a fucking revolver. That's what the cops use. And um, he's like, it's, it was a cop gun. She's like, what does this mean? He's like, the guy that killed your dad must have been a cop. So she's in, she's built back at the crib and she's stressing out like, what what the fuck was my dad into? He was always so aloof. Like you know what I'm saying, you know how these uh these overseas shows just be dramatic as fuck. Like you know what I'm saying, somebody ask somebody a question, be like, how was your day? And then the main character look up at the moon and try to grab it and then close their fist and be like, the moon is so far away. It's like what the fuck did that got to do with what we was just talking about? What did that got to do with what I was just talking about? <laughs> so. Anyway, back to the fucking story. <laughs> I be having too much fun with this, yo. <laughs> uh, so, main man was like, the boy who killed your dad was a cop. She go back to the crib. She's stressing. And she hears somebody walking through the hallway. So, she goes to the door, looks through the peephole. And this this random ass guy. I was about to say this random Asian guy. But, like, <laughs> so, this random guy. <laughs> And she's like, who the fuck is that? And then he, he peeps in, don't hear nothing, and then just walks off. So she's paranoid. She go back to the boy and was like, yo, I want to I wanna help you find a guy who killed my pop. So he takes her into like this little, he got like this little fighting ring or whatever. Like he trained a young boy's mind. He's the, he's the mob boss. So like, I was about to say, you want to make sure your young niggas got hands. <laughs> but basically, like you know what I'm saying, make sure they up to date. You're not just going to be getting ran down on. Like you know what I'm saying, I can't trust you with my product. I can't trust you with the organization's product if you can't even handle yourself out in the streets. So, you know what I'm saying? Go get your shit right, dog. It's like it's like when you start boxing with your young boy. It's just, I just want to know how to hold my hands. But so he takes her there and... Basically, like, they start beating her ass. Like, they talking shit. Why do they always make the guys, like, super aggressive? Like, like usually that's just, I don't need, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's, like, a, uh, another culture show. But, like, <laughs> when you see that shit over here in America, like, we'll be like, hey, baby, let me grab your tits. <laughs> like, I don't know where that accent just came from. But, like, that's basically what they was doing. Like, she was the only shorty in that job. It was, like, 300 niggas in this warehouse by, like, the ocean or some shit. And like container John, you know how to be building container homes and shit. Like it's like four it's like they're deep as fuck in there and they live there. So she's living there. And um they get they got like this little it's kinda like an initiation John. I don't know if anybody ever played the Warriors or, or seen the movie, but like how you gotta get jumped in the gang and basically if you survive you're in the gang. So it was like that. And um whoever win that John get like ten thousand dollars in a week off or some shit. So they all go in that joint. It's a, it's like a Royal Rumble. And she basically win that joint and she beat this guy. Um, what's the boy name? Fuck. I forget everybody's name, bro. These names are crazy. You got, like, I'm bad with names in general, bro. I told y'all that last episode. If your name ain't John, Matthew, Mark, or Luke, I'm going to forget it. I guess young boy name. Oh, his name, young boy name is Gong Jay. So she beats Gong Jay in a fight. And that the editing in the first couple episodes is pretty good, but I told y'all this already, bro. Netflix shows you got you got to just be ready for the eventual downfall. Like it was it it was good the first couple. Of, the show was actually great until like the last thirty minutes of that joint, and I just got pissed off. But um, she beats the bull Gong Jay, like beats the fuck out of him, like real bad, like a spinning elbow type shit. And everybody's like embarrassed for him and shit. And they're clapping her name and shit. And she wins the bread. She's like, I don't want the week off. Like, we got to go find this guy. And so that night, Bull basically drugged her and shit. And they came down to 
they came him and his mans came down to like rape her. Like he said that shit. He was like, Yeah, I'm gonna rape this bitch tonight. Like, you don't embarrass me in front of three hundred niggas in the warehouse. So they went down to her room and when she start she started drinking the water, like she basically like passed out and shit. So when they came downstairs in her room, she kinda came to a little bit and like they was like got on top of her and so she started fighting back and her dad's urn fell and like that's when she like came to for real for real like just basically fought the drug off like she grabbed a piece of the glass she was like i'm gonna kill you squeezed her hands and was like <laughs> squeezed the glass in her hands and started snapping like started fighting them back so like she's fighting two dudes off and just just this little little shorty and they come out in like the ring and shit and the what's the boy name che che mujin i mean i'm just calling him che i want to call him choi to be honest but um I'm not going to, matter of fact, I'm going to call this nigga Choi, bro. Fuck it. So Choi comes in and he's like, yo, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? And like, he see her face is fucked up and he see him on top of her. She stabbed him with the glass and he was like, yo, like he looked at the young boy like, what? Like, like you tripping, bro. He's like, you know, I could kill you, right? Like, why did you do this? <laughs> so the boy was like, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. And Choi was like, that's not enough. So. Joy basically takes this nigga into his office and slices his face open. He said, what did he say? He said, arms, legs, a face, like, choose one. Well, I was like, what you mean? He was like, this is your punishment for, like, defying me, basically. So he sliced his face up and was like, get the fuck out of here. I never want to see you again. So he go back to the, the ring with everybody and was like, so if this how y'all going to carry it, y'all can't have no more pussy in this, in this joint. Try to do something nice for y'all. Have a set of tits walking around. But clearly you can't handle that shit. So... Uh, they make up this story where basically Jiwoo dies and she didn't die, but that's the story they went with. So officially on papers, Jiwoo was dead. She died in that ring that night. Gong Jae killed her. So we kicked him out. So that's their that's their story. And, and Choi is sticking to it. So he's like, yeah, we can't do this. I'm going I'm to help you find your dad. But you know I'm saying you're going to be dealing with a lot of risk, too. So he basically tells her to enlist in the police force. <laughs> <laughs> it's all kind of crazy to be honest so she gets to the police force she gets transferred to like uh narcotics and shit which is kind of interesting because she didn't necessarily know her like that it was that she she it, it's kind of like the difference between like uh special victims units and um what's the other john criminal intent i'm wilding i ain't watching law and order in a minute <laughs> but like so at first she got like actually like she was like actually like a beat cop basically, and then she got transferred over to narcotics. But Choi had to pull for that to happen. It's not that she necessarily knew that that's where she had to go, but like that's where he wanted her. So she meets her partner Pildo, and they're all like super suspicious of her. Like she comes in and she fuck up this drug bust that they was working on, and he was like, "Yo, I never want to see you again. Like fuck out of here." She was like, "Don't talk to me like that. I'm a cop." And he was like, "Bitch, I'm a cop." They go their separate ways. She gets transferred. Come to find out, he's he's her partner. Who didn't see that coming? And they're like at odds the whole time. And um, so they're on this like mantra. They're in narcotics. So her captain, her captain's name was fucking. Um, you would think that I would have these Johns like right there, but his name is even more. I'm gonna just call him the captain because his name is Che Giho. And I don't feel like saying that, <laughs> to be honest. Che, you got Che and Choi and, like, come on, bro. Come on. So the captain. <laughs> nah, so 
so she meets she meets the fucking captain and um he's like cool good glad to have you on the fucking team or whatever that's that part of the plot right she becomes a cop she meets her partner she meets the fucking captain so the next couple episodes they're about to do this drug bust the captain calls a meeting has everybody come in the room and like they empty their cell phones and all their belongings like in this bag before they go in the room and he's like yo we're doing a raid tonight and the target is this guy Choi Mujin so shorty start panicking Jiwoo starts panicking as a matter of fact I actually forgot to mention yo this is crazy too I be forgetting to mention shit this is just like this is how I talk to my friends I don't have like actual notes it'd be crazy if you had notes for a conversation with your friends but hey it's episode six <laughs> I've got time. I don't care. Uh, yeah, so they're doing a drug bust on this nigga Choi and shit. And Shorty don't got her phone, so she can't call him. Uh, so they just, they leave from that room. Like, no going back out to get your phone, no nothing. Like, y'all got your badge, you got your gun, we out. So they're running down on this nigga, like, basically at his home base and shit. Like, at that warehouse joint or whatever. And boys basically, uh, the boy Choi is about to pick up this new spot in the city and shit, this new territory. So he's coming to check everything out, you know what I'm saying? Stick his pinky in the Coke, rub it on his teeth, see how that shit tastes and shit. He, he, you know what I'm saying? We're we, we here to handle business and shit. So they're like, let's bust them down. It's perfect timing. So they're coming down, and, like, they got the whole place around it. Like, if if this, if this Choi ain't have Shorty on the inside, I don't want to say Jiwoo. Her name is actually Detective O right now. But her name is O Hey Jin. And, like, it's just like this nigga Che Giho, like, or... It's a lot going on. So it's either Jiwoo, Detective O, or Shorty. So if he ain't had Shorty on the inside, it would have been done for him. Cause like they're like, he's down basically in the lab, like where they're cooking that shit. And like they're coming down the steps. Like you can see, you can see him. Like they got the character. Like they got it like like first person shooter type shit. Like you can see the her partner's gun and he's looking down at Choi. So she's like i can't let my boss quote unquote boss get caught <laughs> so um she takes she takes the gun that he gave her in the first couple episodes that police issue gun and shot it off so everybody in the warehouse started folding and was like oh shit like we're being set up like they got us surrounded so they start running and the boy choice started knocking over all these fucking pots and shit the whole place started catching on fire and her and her partner run down. And her partner's like, Choi Mujin, we got you surrounded. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't move, freeze. Arr. And Choi looks at Jiwoo and he like like closes his eyes. Like, not he didn't close his eyes real slow, but obviously the camera went real slow. Like, he closed his eyes, gave her a little nod, like, oh, thank God. Like, it's you. And then just walked off. And then the partner was like, what the fuck? Like, this nigga got balls. So, so. Choi starts folding and shit. He's like, yo, what the fuck is she doing? Like, how did she not call me? And she tried to call him for like a week and shit. He wouldn't answer. So um, he's talking to his his new right-hand man. It's this young boy. I don't even remember young boy name. Like, I, I remembered everybody else's name. But it's done for remembering the young boy name. Because young boy was just basically like this little bitch. Like, every time he spoke, it was yes, sir. And then at the end, he tried to like, he tried to come up. It was like, boss is going to be so pleased. And, and boss wasn't pleased. So young boy starts talking to Choi like, yo, like, why didn't she call you? Like, you know I'm saying she could have called you and shit. Like, like he's getting jealous of him, like getting a new partnership or some shit. She finally calls him. 
he finally answers and he's like what's up and she was like yo they took our phones i didn't know and he was like was it you that fired that shot and she was like yeah and he he like pinched his fucking eyebrows and shit and was like oh my god and she was like i ain't had no other choice to get in contact with you when i'm supposed to just walk up to you and be like yo get the fuck out of here like we got body cams and shit so it was like she was like now the truth is going to come out and so everybody in the office is like, yo, like who fired that shot? Who fired the shot? The captain's folding. And when they found the gun, he's like, yo, I know this gun. <laughs> like, like this gun was supposed to be in evidence or some shit. <laughs> and so they take that shit to forensics and the captain's walking around the, uh, the station and shit. He's like, yo, everybody pull your guns out, pull your badge out. Like if anybody missing a bullet, like you know what I'm saying, like basically firing and shit, like who the fuck shot the, shot the joint? And nobody's missing a bullet. So, um, when the gun come back, if like it came back with the register name, the ball, the name on the joint was um, it was like, was it Dung Ho or some shit? That's a bad name, Dung Ho. It was Dong Hoon. <laughs> Look at me, not too bad, but um, yeah. So that was basically right, basically. The gun belonged to her dad. Her dad was a cop and he worked for the captain and they was trying to get this nigga Choi like years ago. And so when they ran another raid on him, well, they ran like the first raid on him. Her dad met this nigga and they basically hit it off. So Choi flipped her pop pause and he now her pop is working for the gang. So this nigga basically like put his daughter in the same position he had his cop and just i said his cop jesus christ her pop <laughs> and just the other way around she started off as a gang member and then she was a cop and he started off as a cop now he's a gang member so like the loyalties are in different sides technically we just didn't know it yet so she's like where did this gun come from because she thinking that her pop was um a cop because that's what Choi told her. And he was like, it belonged to this this guy. He died like a couple years ago or whatever. And she's like, all right, whatever. And so she takes the gun back to, uh, she didn't take the gun back. She goes back to Choi and was like, he told me he was a cop. He was like, that's what he wants you to believe. Your pop worked for the organization. He was my best friend. Like he got a picture of him and his pop all bloody. I keep saying his fucking pop. What the fuck? He got a picture of her pop. <laughs> yeah, that just made me mad. Like him and her pop on the desk. And like they're all bleeding and shit. And they flash back to that drawing like seven times and shit. So like they're actually friends and shit. Like he's not lying about that part. But he did a lot to her about the cop part. So like her pop was the inside scoop. But he was he was double crossing the captain and shit. So, um, but it's crazy because like <laughs> nobody knew, but everybody knew. Like it, he was like, "Yeah, we got a mole in this joint. Like, find out who the mole is." And he's like, "Ever since fucking O'Hagen started popping up, I'm saying shit. We we're not as close to this nigga Troy as we once was. I'm not as cool with niggas as I once was. I once was cool as the funs was, but these bright lights to turn you. Can I get like uh?" Like, would I get in trouble for that? That's crazy, son. I probably shouldn't have did that. I probably should take that out, but I'm going to leave it in.
just in case. It's only episode six. I can start over. <laughs> so, excuse the microphone. Yeah, that's not, that's not, I'm not, I'm not balling like that. Sometimes that should be sounding like change, but uh, it's the microphone. It sounds like I got like a nice little chain on. So he tells her, yeah, the gun belonged to this guy that used to work for the uh, work for us a couple years ago. He died and he got killed in the line of duty and shit. She's like, all right, I'll buy your story for now. So she goes, talks to Choi. And he's like, nah, that's he just telling you that shit because that's what he want to believe. Your pop worked for us. He was my man's. I wouldn't lie to you, blah, blah, blah. Look at the picture on my desk. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. They're basically back to square one. Choi knows that they're on his ass. The the cops know that Choi know. Like, you know what I'm saying? I know you know I know. So they're chilling for a little bit. And while they're chilling, this new gang pops up. And they start trying to sell drugs in, in Choi's territory. So Choi's like, I got to take care of this shit. His right-hand man is like, if you pop up now, like, they're going to know. And he was like, fuck it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me and Bull been going at it for years. Like, fuck this nigga. So... Uh, Ohajin is in the in the wind, like she's just doing her own thing, and the captain tells Pildo to tell her because he's like, yeah, ever since she showed up, like we're not one step closer. I just said all of this, didn't I? Yeah, we're not. <laughs> so he tells Pildo to tell her, and Pildo starts following her, like showing all this interest in her. Like he's popping up at the crib. You know what I'm saying he bringing beer and snacks and shit. And Maju, she's a fucking double triple agent and shit, so she's like not trying to let nobody get close to her. So um, they're they're about to crack down on this new gang that's coming out, and um, come to find out, it's the bull who he got rid of in the beginning when when he tried to rape the shorty. Like you can see, he's like bulls like doing drugs and shit. Like his eyeballs is dilated and shit. He got that scar on his face, and he just smiling hard as fuck with these yellow ass teeth. And it's like, ugh, like ah oh, man, I hated this nigga character. Like it was annoying as fuck. Like it was really a lot, but. I guess. So they basically like they basically run down on the bull. <laughs> I said <laughs> the cops basically ran down on a bull because he was like not running things as efficiently as Choi was. And um so Ohajin, I keep saying Ohajin like I, I could just say Detective O. <laughs> Ohajin is a funny name. <laughs> so oh agent like it's like oh hey Jen. but yeah so oh agent pops up and um she basically got the bull at like no 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 what happened what happened what happened her and her partner they're like doing like a stakeout on the bull and bull comes up he, he he gets out the car he walks up to this other car he hands him a bag and the car drives off and they're like no exchange or nothing and main man turns around and just points right at him. And he was like, I knew y'all was going to be here. So then his little underlings pop out. Nigga went from an underling to having underlings, dog. You know what I'm saying? It was a little come up in this jaw. Does that count as a character arc? I mean, it, it does, but it's a bad character arc. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Uh, so his little underlings pop up. They beat the shit out of Pildo and Ohajin. And they tied him up. And when they're like... They, they tied him up and put him on, like, this little fence or whatever. And when Shorty wake up, she starts having a little panic attack. Like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
like she he could give up the tape right now and was like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying I remember you from back in the day. Like you're still a, you still got that same look in your eye. But her partner was like knocked out and shit. So he's doing his little evil monologue, telling her about how he's about to take over the city and shit. You seen these new little candy drugs? These are my drugs. Like you know what I'm saying I could use somebody like you on my team. <laughs> so her partner wakes up. And he starts trying to fight, like, with his handcuff, Like, his hand's cuffed. You know, he's kicking and screaming, and they just knocked him out again. So he, he starts saying, like, he starts saying how old government, like, giving up all the tape and shit. And she's like, oh, cut, chill, nigga, cut that shit out. <laughs> and I forget how they get the fuck out. I should start doing instant reactions, because I be letting these joints sit for a little bit to see how I really feel about this joint. But you know how you really feel when you're watching it. But, you know what I'm saying, sometimes you might want to go back and... But I'm not going back and watching no fucking Netflix show. Yeah, so somehow they get out of that fucking situation. <laughs> and it's the next scene, you know what I'm saying? It's like that nigga Ryan George said, like, what happens off screen stays off screen. So they're at the crib and <laughs> they're like, oh, shit. No, 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 no. I always do this every time. Skip some important ass detail. So they get out of the, they get out of the joint, right? The captain shows up, and he gets them out of the cuffs. The young boy and his team start running and shit, and Ohajen and Pildov is like chasing them. So she splits off from him and she goes to follow the boy Gang Jay and shit. And she catches up to him and she pulls the gun on him and was like, "Yo, stop! You're under arrest." And he's like. He's just manic at this point. Like the, that was his whole character after Choi sliced him in the face and shit. So he's like, go ahead and shoot me. They're going to find out eventually. Don't you want to know what happened to your dad? How the fuck does he know? We don't know. And so she got him and she's just standing there looking at him like, what the fuck should I do? Like I'm saying, do I arrest him and he go back to the station and talk? Or do I just kill him and then I out myself? Like, that's a bad job. So <laughs> I do this a lot. I say so, and then I chuckle. I gotta stop doing that because I'm stalling. I know I'm stalling. But um, yeah. So she's standing there, basically stalling, like how I just was. Like, what do I do? And her partner comes up, and Gangje is like, "Oh, hey, what's up, Mr. Pildo? Like, you know what I'm saying, you know your partner's true identity." And as soon as he starts saying her name, she just pops him like two or three times, like <laughs> right in front of her partner's face. And he's like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with this bitch? <laughs> so they're basically like, they got her questioning and shit. And they didn't necessarily arrest her, but it's like, yo, like, give me your gun. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't, he wasn't no threat to you. So she's like, on like desk duty or some shit and the boy Choi finds out about this and was like damn like you know what I'm saying I didn't clean up my mess and look where this shit got me so Choi finds out that Gang Jay is selling the drugs he found out that a couple episodes ago so he's actually this nigga was there the whole time during that little standoff or whatever so when when the boy Gang Jay falls down after what's your name shooting they're walking down to come, like, get the body and shit. And Bull actually survives. Here come this nigga Choi out of nowhere. And he comes to finish off the job. So <laughs> he stabs this nigga a couple times and basically kills this nigga. 
and the captain comes up on him like while this altercation is going down and then captain chase Choi, they're off in their own thing shorty and uh pildo is off doing their own thing so the captain got got Choi at gunpoint he's sitting there smiling like yeah nigga i fucking got you bitch ass you didn't think it'd be like this did you and then you just hear this car coming out of nowhere he almost hit the captain it's it's uh it's the young boy fuck his name and he picks up Choi, and then they ride off and shit. So, uh, <laughs> there you go again. So, it's the next next episode or whatever. <laughs> I ain't got to say it like that. All right, so that shit happened. And this nigga Choi starts playing fucking chess, right? He goes into the, he just walks into the police station. They're like, they was like about to go move out. And he's like, yo, we about to go find this nigga Troy. One, two, three, break. As soon as they say break, the double doors open. And this, this, this nigga Troy walking there like smooth shit, buttoning up the suit jacket. Like as soon as the doors open, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? So he's coming in to basically like, he comes in to turn himself in, right? For the murder of the young boy, the young boy Gang J. So they're like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, you know I'm saying we could arrest you on so much other shit. And he's like, you know what I'm saying like. I might as well, I might as well turn myself in. I can't sleep at night, blah, blah, blah. So, um, his lawyer is on the phone with, um, not, not on the phone with, um, no nah, shit, damn. So this would, this would happen, right? This would happen. So after that shit happened where Shorty kills the young boy, Gang J, and Choi almost gets arrested, he sends his little underlings and the young boy to go try to kill the John G. Woo. Cause he's like, yo, like. She's out here doing her own thing, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at this point, I can't necessarily use her like I wanted to use her. Like, the truth is out already, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she knows her pop is a cop. Uh, the young boy, Gang J, sent her pictures of her pop, like, and that's why I was saying earlier, like, how the fuck did he know? Like, he was just... He was just street level. Like, this nigga wasn't in no big shit. Like, this shit is all over the place. Like, why do the young boy, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, Shorty knows her pop is a cop. Like, she basically knows that Choi lied to her. So, he sent the young boy to go kill her. They meet her at the crib, and she fights off, like, six, seven niggas. And then the young boy's like, don't think I'm going to be easy. And then the boss music start playing. And she basically, like... With his ass, it was it wasn't like an easy fight, but like he stabbed her a couple times. She sliced him up, and she basically like she killed this nigga, like murdered him, like stabbed him in the chest with like some glass and shit. So she leave out the crib, and she's going to meet up with the boy Shoy. So she's calling him, and then the lawyer answered the phone and was like, "We just turned ourselves in, like come down to the station or whatever." Like this nigga's playing chess. <laughs> so she come down in the jaw. And she's she started talking big shit to the boy like he thinking she's still on her side, but <laughs> but she like she know she know the truth. So she's like, yeah, I don't know how you did all this shit. I don't know if you got somebody on the inside or what, but like we're going to take you the fuck down. And he starts smiling, was like, all right, well, good luck. And so she walks out, and the boy, her partner was like, how the fuck she even know he was here? She goes in the evidence joint, takes the knife out that they had in a box that he used to stab the boy. Gong J and just rides off on her motorcycle. So like while that's happening, 
as soon as she gets that joint, she called the lawyer and was like, I got the knife. Y'all can leave. And so they just get up and start walking. The partner was like, what the fuck is y'all doing? And he was like, matter of fact, I ain't got no reason to be here. Like, I tried to be nice and turn myself in, but you ain't even got no evidence. Now you can't try me for this shit. And they was like, we do got the evidence. So they go down the evidence to see it's not there. And the boy was like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh hey, Jen was just here. So now they know and shit. She drives off on the motorcycle. She throws the fucking uh, knife and shit. And um, the boy's walking out to John. And he like, yeah, like, this this went exactly how I wanted to. <laughs> and um, her partner, the shit started getting fuzzy. If you remember in the beginning of the episode, I did say it was good until the last 30 minutes. <laughs> That's when I started questioning shit. So uh, her partner is like, mind you, he's still like, they, at this point, they know, obviously, she just took the fucking evidence and threw that shit. So she's she's gone. She can't come back to the police force no more. Like, she can't go back and work for the board now because he knows that she lied to her. And he was basically about to do the same thing to her that she, he did to her pop. I almost said his pop. But. <laughs> so. The, the boy is chasing her and shit. And they meet up in, like, this little, like. She's in like this little hospital or whatever, cause right after the fight with at the crib with the young bull, she went to the the police station to talk to Choi. So she's in the little hospital, and the lady that's helping her, like giving her IVs and shit, is one of the ladies that she helped in the beginning when she fucked up that drug bust when she first met Pildo before they became partners. So it's like all this shit is super convenient, but it's eight episodes. And you can watch it in one minute. I said one minute, one sitting. So you remember Shorty. It's not like they pulled her, her ass. <laughs> so Shorty's like, take my car. You can get away. <laughs> she gave her the keys. And in come more underlings, right? They flash back to Choi. And he's in the office and was like, where's, where's Jiwoo? And they're like, she didn't come here yet. And he like, what you mean? So he called her phone and that shit went to voicemail. He was like, oh, she didn't come to get me out. She came to kill me. <laughs> so he said more of his underneath. He was like, yo, go get her. Go bring her to me. So they, they follow her. Everybody's meeting up at this little hospital or whatever. And Pildo pulls up at the same time. All the underlings pull up and she's fighting the underlings off. And Pildo pulls up. He see her fighting. So he helps her. And then they run and she goes to try to get in a car. And Right before they get in the car, he's like, yo, stop. Like, what the fuck is going on? Talk to me. And this isn't the relationship they had, like, this whole seven and a half episodes. And she's like, no, you wouldn't understand. I tried to talk to you before. He was like, yeah, but you got yourself into some shit. Like, are you working for Troy? And she's like, nah, apparently not. So she starts trying to drive off with the bull hanging on the door. And he handcuffs themselves together. Is that how you say that? Handcuffs themselves? <laughs> but so he handcuffs himself together <laughs> and as soon as he do that more of the little underlings pop up so they're fighting like handcuffed together like the fight scenes in this joint was actually pretty good the camera angle was crazy they pulled out some crazy camera angles on like the first and the last episode so they're fighting these niggas handcuffed together which is unrealistic as fuck like everything else I didn't question until these last 30 minutes, but I promise you, it was a good show. <laughs> Till then. So they get in the car after they fight everybody. The car that Shorty just miraculously gives the lady that saved her life. I mean, I guess, I guess that's a little more realistic. Um, and they're just driving and 
Pildo pulls up to this little beach house and was like, yeah, my friend rents this joint out year round and he lets me stay here when he's like out working and stuff. So he takes the handcuffs off and he's like, what's going on? And she tells him the whole story. And this nigga brushes her hair over her ear and just they start kissing and shit. And then they fuck. And then the next morning he's like, yo, let's go get this son of a bitch. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> yo, that shit came out of nowhere, yo. It was no romantic interest with anybody at all in this whole show. Like, so... <laughs> they fuck it's the next morning they cuddling and shit he like yeah let's go get this nigga they get in the car and they're driving to the bull Choi and they're at this red light talking and some old man just comes out of nowhere on his motorcycle and shoots Pildo in the fucking head <laughs> so she starts snapping and blacks out and just drives like straight to this nigga office and shit and again, y'all, I mentioned the Warriors earlier, <laughs> but it was like a scene off the Warriors, but like the game when they had to go like storm the destroyers and shit. And it was just, it's just like 74 niggas in one building and you just got to go from floor to floor. And <laughs> just, yo, she was like slicing and dicing. She was, she said, I kill, hunt, stab, lead. <laughs> Like, yo, she caught so many bodies in that joint, and May Man just sitting in the office, like, polishing this fucking gun and shit, watching that camera, like, I knew she would come back to me and shit. It got weird as fuck. And so he get in the joint, he like, remember what I told you? And she like, yeah. He like, do you remember everything I taught you? And she like, yeah. It's like, remember what you said you was going to do to the boy that killed your dad? And she was like, yeah. He was like, well, do it, bitch. I'm right here. And they have their little standoff. And, like, they basically all, they they fuck each other up. But during the fight, like, she basically, like, wastes all her bullets and shit. And so, like, they're having their little standoff and shit at the end when, like, everybody's worn out. Like, this next hit decides it. And he picks up the gun and was like, yeah, like, I'm saying, like, I'm sorry I had to come to this. And he picks up the knife that he had and shit. Like, it was his dagger. And she's like, yeah, me too. So she just starts charging this nigga. He picks up the gun thinking it got bullets in it. He squeezes it. Enough is in it. And she just rams into him and stabs him. <laughs> like, yo. The, and it was pretty interesting. The show all together, like, it, it held my attention. The last half hour is like, you know, I'm not about to not watch the last half hour. But that last half hour did 100% piss me off. Storytelling was all right. It was, it was, it was pretty convoluted. I want to say that's not always a bad thing, but that word definitely has a negative connotation. So I don't know. What's a positive word for messy? <laughs> I don't know. But it did a good job at grabbing my attention. I will say that. And so I was watching it on Netflix, but sometimes when I would go outside and say I participate in my extracurriculars, I would watch it on my phone. And when you're watching it in the original language with the subtitles, it does seem like the acting is a little better because it's not dubbed. You know what I'm saying? So like that voice acting, it's, it's like it's like when you voice over lines in a movie and you're not in the scene. Like you could feel the lack of emotion. So like I don't know. It's not too many shows that are made in other countries where that the 
translation actually carries over or like the voice acting actually carries over. So I will just say that I had more fun watching it on my phone than I did actually watching Netflix. Would I watch it again? <laughs> maybe, maybe go back and watch certain parts of certain episodes, like I'm saying. But um, yeah, man, that was it. Shorty killed the bull, and her story came full circle. She said she wanted to kill the bull that that guy pop killed, and she did that shit. And she killed a lot of people in her wake, but that was the story. And I don't think they said my name once in this jaw, which is kind of a letdown. It's not their fault, but you know what I'm saying everybody likes the oh they said the thing moment. So I think that's it for this week. Um, yeah, man, that's it. If you like this episode, man, leave a five star review. Give us a follow. Leave a like. You know what I'm saying? Tell a friend to tell a friend. And then they could tell their friends. And then we could be friends. We could do it all night long and till the clock hit morning, you dig? Is that me? I'm not going to break out of this song every time, but sometimes it's just a perfect segue. But um, yeah, bro, if you didn't like this episode, uh, go watch My Name on Netflix. I'm sure we'll both be pissed off. Uh, <laughs> other than that man be safe out there and i'll talk to y'all next next week some like dilemmas i don't know if this should count as housekeeping housekeeping i want that little that little joint from um what's that what's that to pimp a butterfly uh i think it's you the second part of you when shorty was knocking on the drones like housekeeping and kendrick said he was in the hospital passed out on the floor begging for help and shit but yeah i went that i went that at the end of my episodes when i'm just talking shit not necessarily talking shit but like i'm saying moments like this when I'm like, yo, dog, I was looking at my jaw and it said I got some motherfuckers listening to this jaw, yo. Right the fuck in, man. Say what's up, dog. Give me a show to watch. Y'all got shows over in, in I want to be giving up the tape and shit. You know what I'm saying? Where niggas at, but I don't know. Like, is it regional shows? I don't know. I, I could sound fucking retarded, but like, I've never been to, I've never been to like Iowa or like Wisconsin or some shit. Do they got shows over there that we ain't got over here on the East Coast? I don't know. I don't know. It's a dumb question, but is it really? <laughs>